You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. How are you doing today? I am trying to hang in there. <laughs> it's been a long day. How about you? Well, if you hear any noise in the background, I apologize, but we're having thunderstorms and wind and rain, and I've got to keep some windows open because it's, while the temperature is only 64 degrees right now, the humidity is about 375%, so I need a little bit of air. I almost feel as bad for you as, as here. We just can't go outside because we will melt. Yesterday I was in the pool worshiping the sun, and today... Not so much. Yeah, it's like really uh, schizophrenic out there. Make up their minds. Yeah. Well, hopefully the thunder will hold off. I was listening to thunder all night last night. A little bit this morning. Yeah, you had thunderstorms, and Mm -hmm. then I had an internet outage, and we were like, oh, I don't know if we're going to be able to record today. Yeah. Thankfully, our internet outage this morning lasted only about five minutes. Ours was like several hours. So knock on wood. So if 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 we start to Cylon or sound really weird, as soon as we hit the record button, the rain Uh is coming down even harder. Uh oh, it is pouring right now, but and it's all in your pool. (laughs) As long as it's not, so you're not going to get in the pool today. You're not going to get in the pool today. Not looking. I'm like I'm going to get in the pool until maybe Friday Mm -hmm. because it's looking like a crap week. I'll get on a plane. I'll be out there and I'll meet you out there. (laughs) (laughs) Not looking too good. So today we thought we would talk about what apps we have on our home screens, on our iPads and iPhones. Yeah, I thought we'd geek out a little bit. And since I finally have an iPad again and our Apple watches too, I have, I have a, I just shared with Elisa my, my screen from my Apple watch, one of my complications and she can see that the weather is like just in the hundreds it's all triple triple digits right across the screen i have that um the one that has all of the weather in the middle i'll put a picture of it in the show notes so everybody can see how hot it is out here so it's only a 50 degree difference only so the funny thing is i was looking at the home screen like really paying attention to it last night on both devices and decided I really need to get rid of some of the apps that are on my home screen because they really don't belong there at this point. I was going to ask you, do you, do you, did you start out as having like the same apps on both devices? Like, for example, do you have the setting turned on where whenever you download an app on one, it downloads it on the other one? Yes, I have that setting turned on where it downloads to both, but sometimes I find I don't need them on both. So I'll down, I'll uh, delete from one or the other. Uh, but I did notice, though, that I have some apps on my phone, more on my phone than my iPad, but that are on my home screen that really don't need to be on my home screen anymore. So rather than do anything about it now, I'm going to wait until iOS 15 comes out. Because mm-hmm. now that we can combine widgets with apps on the same screen, I'm going to wait and see and see how that works out and then start moving things around from there. Yeah, because then you can just turn off home screens and just use the app library, like on the iPhone. I don't like that. I didn't think I would, but I actually do. I'm really, really, 
I used how I used to do it is I used to have like you, like I was asking you how many screens do you have, how many pages, and you have several pages. I used to be like that where I liked to have because I really do enjoy seeing the icons. I mean, I'm a graphic designer by heart, you know, and I love the artwork and everything, and I love the design of it. But lately, I've just been all about like simplicity and trying to just get stuff done more efficiently. And so I've been using I actually I, I only have two home screens that I swipe between the two. Like I, you know, I kind of use, I use the widget, the slide over from the left widget. Like that one tells me my data usage from Cox and it's got the weather widget and a news widget. But like, yeah, like you said, I mean, I have, I have the, the move widget, but I really use my watch for that. So I don't really need that taking up resources on my phone. Um, and then the second screen is kind of like, I don't know, I don't even, to be honest, I don't really just, I just don't use the second screen as much. I have stuff on there, but I've been pulling down and doing a search lately. I just, I just basically like pull down from the center, type in the first couple of letters of the app that I want. And that's how I get to my apps lately. I used to, the way I used to navigate was I knew where they were on the pages because my pages, my individual pages were categorized. So the first page was like my, you know, everyday, you know, use them all the time, all day long apps. And then the next page I think was like shopping apps, you know, based on the task that I was doing, I had a page for each one of those, you know, task oriented categories. And like another page was all the apps that are for file organization, like Box and Dropbox and Files and Google Drive and that sort of thing. But I don't know. I just I like to switch it up once in a while, every once in a while. So now, now my pages are are very different from my phone to my iPad. I used to have them where they were the same. Like I did the same thing that you did, where I'd have it if it downloaded a one, it would automatically install it on the other. And then I thought to myself, no. Now remember, I used to have the, I used to only have a thirty two gig iPad, and then Kevin got to me, <laughs> and now I have one hundred and twenty eight. <laughs> Because, you know, it just after a while, I was like, this is this is ridiculous. Like I'm having to constantly offload things and not be able to do really a lot of the stuff that I wanted to do with my iPad. And to be fair, I mean, I really was only using it for clients and demonstrations. And I just wasn't really using it like a lot of people use it. And then with remote learning, the kids were using it more. I was actually using it more with my little one. And because there would be times where I'd have to move him from, you know, room to room and just change the scenery. And there were a lot of times where we just couldn't get logged in on the Chromebook. So the iPad came in handy for that. And then I thought to myself, well, gosh, if I'm going to have his stuff on there. I mean, it, it is a family iPad, but it's it's mostly mine for for work. But I've been using it more and more with the family now. So I thought it's time to get the bigger storage so that all my 70,000 pictures <laughs> and 3000 videos fit on there. Um, yeah. you know, at least the thumbnails anyway. So I don't know. So, you know, just things change and just got to get changed with the times. Well, I do a lot of the same I thing you more do. more drawing apps now. Where I've got a lot of things categorized together. So I've got, mm-hmm. like you, I've got Dropbox, OneDrive, files, all on the same page. I have anything that in- involves entertainment, like Showtime, HBO Max, YouTube, they're all together. Reading, yep. Audible, Kindle, New York Times, Libby, they're all together. But then I also yeah. have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, 14 folders on the last page 
for the stuff that I want, but that I don't use that often, like music. So I've got in there Pandora, Shazam, Amazon Music, TuneIn Radio. I've got all the Apple apps that I don't use on a regular basis, like the Find My and the Clock, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. I've got um, cooking apps. So you don't have them in a <laughs> folder? No, they're in a folder. Right. But I do, okay. I do have some cooking apps, not that I ever look at them, but I do have right. some. <laughs> you know, the travel apps like Southwest. Just make yourself and, feel better. <laughs> yeah. The hotels. I have different hotels that I have um, um, accounts with where you accumulate points. So I've got those uh-huh. all under there, you know, with Uber, which I haven't used in like forever. Uh, iTranslate. Those are all in a travel. I've got weather, navigation, food, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, Jersey Mike's. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I have a, but I also do the search, and mm-hmm. then swiping all you the way to down the, yeah, and just either that mm-hmm. or pulling or pulling yeah pulling down or going all the way to the right, and then if I hit the search button, what opens is series suggestions. So it what, yeah, for me, mine does what, too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's, it's the top apps that you use, the top eight. So I like, really do me, like that. I I've really got like that I've got scribed because I'm listening to audiobooks, and that always comes up as number mm-hmm. one. Words with friends, overcast, so I can just go boom and get I right to it. I do sometimes feel like, how did it know that I was going to look for that app? Like there, there's every once in a while there'll be some time where I just I I pull down, I go to do a search, and I'm about to type the app, thinking that I'm going to have to type it because it's not going to be there because I haven't used it for a while, and there it is. It's like she because read it mind. it learns your habit. So it for, does. Exa- for example, it does. if every day at two o'clock you need to leave the house to pick up your kids and you check the weather so you know Mm -hmm. whatever you check the weather it's going to have that there so if you check it about 10 minutes of two it's going to say because you looked you know because you're Mm -hmm. i I forget how how it's worded but there's some like phrase that they put there because you tend to do this every day at the same time weather is just going to show up there yeah all the the realtor apps are in my (laughs) my search right now (laughs) Yeah, like I use the app Fetch to scan receipts and get points. So if you go grocery uh-huh. shopping, if you seem to go grocery shopping every Monday morning at 9 a.m., Fetch is just going to show up there because it knows huh? that every Monday at 9 a.m. you go grocery shopping and now it's time to scan your receipt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is creepy and cool now, at the same time. Right, right. Yeah, we talked about that with Simon a couple episodes ago about how we sort of kind of like it when it's like really useful. Like that's that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. I actually find that really useful. Yeah. But isn't it I mean, on an iPhone, isn't it more of like machine learning on the device? It's not like it's I don't feel like it's creepy and sending all my stuff out to other places. Now, yeah, I, I one thing I so. do not keep on there is I do not keep the Facebook app installed. Every once in a while, I will install Messenger, like if I'm, say, selling something in Marketplace or something like that. But for the most part, I try to interact with that only on Safari because I just, I don't know, I just, that does creep me out. That really does creep me out, having the Facebook app installed. Plus, it just is a hog. It takes up so much space and it just grows and grows and grows and I end up having to to clear it out. Plus, plus it's a behavioral modification thing too. I just, I, I feel like if I had it installed, if I had the app installed on either device, I think I would just, it would be a time suck and I would just spend more time in it than I really want to. And I'm trying to just not use it as much because you know, what I am trying to do is I've been working on my website a lot lately, trying to kind of clean it up and make it more mobile friendly. It's still definitely, it's always going to be a work in progress, but I, I, that's what I've been 
bending my wheels doing a lot lately is like I'll do my website and I'll I'll change the code around and I'll kind of modify things and then I'll apply a new theme or a template. I'm like, oh, do I really want to pick through it and try to fix the stuff like and copy and paste from the old theme? Nah, I'm just going to start all over again. So it's a little bit of a nuke and pave kind of. So I've been tweaking that. But what I really would like to do is I want to blog more. I want to get back into blogging, like documenting things, doing more stuff. You know, you know, it changed a little bit is the kids, they went through this phase where they didn't want me sharing like anything about them online, which I respected. And, you know, now lately, I've been asking them or like, yeah, yeah, you can share them. Like, okay, cool. So maybe I could like, you know, because <laughs> I get jealous. I, I see I, you know, env- envious FOMO, whatever you want to call it, you know, lots of my family members are sharing stuff with their families. And I always think, oh, you know, I wish I could just share stuff about the kids on a regular basis, but I just kind of got out of that habit because I felt like I was oversharing. So I don't know, that was just a, a behavior change. But I do want to get back into like, there's so many times where I, I will like microblog on Twitter and on Facebook. And I think to myself, well, why didn't I just put that on my website? Like, why don't I just start there and then share that? I was talking to my husband just about this the other day. I was like, what stopped me from doing it? And I think it's just because it's so much easier to tweet or to Facebook because all the tools are there and they just make it really, really easy for you. Whereas blogging is like a lot more of an effort. I mean, even though you could set it up to just email to the blog, but then, you know, all the formatting isn't there and I just get caught up in all that kind of stuff. So anyway, that's something that I I would like to do more of. And in addition to that, I would like to do more artwork. I do want to start learning some of these apps that I have, um, like Sketches Pro, Procreate, uh, Pixelmator, Affinity Photo. Um, What's another one? I think I have, I have all a of those handwriting too. apps that I want to try out. MindNode. I mean, there's just these apps that I've I've had for so long, and for the longest time, like I just either didn't have enough room on the iPad, or you know, for a while I didn't have an iPad because I had sold them and was in the process of waiting for a new one to come out. And so now that I have it again, I have a I have a uh, like a uh, knockoff version of the the Apple Pencil. You remember we were talking about that a while ago? Didn't you get a stylus? And I, didn't it come with like a gold glove or something? Well, the problem Are you using it every single day. But here's the problem oh. with this particular stylus. I got it uh-huh. in 2019. Yeah, the I remember prob- that. The problem with it is the the stylus part does not work with Apple, so I can't use it on Notes. I can't use it. Oh, that stinks! I can. I you think I get can, this one then. I think I can use it with um, messages if I want to do scribble on messages, but it doesn't work mm, on scribble, everything. Right. And I got it mostly for the tip, because with the tip mm-hmm. is what I use to, instead of using my finger to spell things out, I just use the tip and go poke, poke, poke to all the letters. And right. when I'm playing certain games, because my fingertip is too big, so this is good for certain mm-hmm. games. The problem is, it's like a mesh kind of tip. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you mean? I, have one I of those. think the mesh kind of wears away. So now when mm-hmm. I tap on something, it doesn't register the tap. So if mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like I play song pop every day. And you have to. Oh, really? It gives you a clue to a song, and you're playing against someone, so you have to do it faster than they do. Well, I know the oh. answer, but like I can do it in like 1.2 seconds, but it might be <laughs> 2.3 seconds that gets registered because it's not taking the the tip. Oh, and there's no way for me to buy a replacement tip. And I've taken mm-hmm, the tip mm-hmm. off, and I said, "Well, let me wash it. I'll run under water, see if there's that, lint or something." That hasn't done Oils anything. Or... Yeah, that hasn't done anything. Oh. So. I might just have to say, okay, goodbye, and 
just go back mm-hmm. to using one of the, you know, $5 styli that mm-hmm. you can buy. With the rubberized tips. Yeah, because yeah, I can't justify an Apple Pencil because I really yeah. don't have a use to make it worthwhile for $100. And the problem, yeah. I would have gotten a Logitech crayon, but they're not compatible with my particular iPad. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was debating on getting one of those. Um, I ended up, well, a friend, actually, Kurt gave me one of these styluses, and then I had had another one that I gave to my mom. Um, I think the one that he gave me is by a brand called Mixu, and then I think the other one that I have is Fajojo, I want to say. Anyway, they're, they're both basically identical. What I like about them is that they plug in, they charge with USB-C, mm-hmm. so that's nice. You don't have to worry about you know putting the wrong end in or anything. They charge it really fast. They last for a long time. Like I, I can get, you know, like a week or more out of yeah. this battery. I mean, I'm if I used it more, I might notice a, a difference. But the thing I love the most is, I mean, you just tap it and it the blue light turns on. It's already synchronized to the iPad, but then I can put my palm on it and I can write on it. I don't have to worry about like wearing a glove or, you know, if my palm is going to make something else move on the screen. So I can actually draw and sketch and, and write with it. The only thing it doesn't do, I mean, I'm sure there's other things it doesn't do that the Apple Pencil does, of course. It does do scribble, but it doesn't do line thickness. But in, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, this is kind of a training stylus. If I'm really going to get serious about it, like my son's really starting, my eldest son is really starting to get into um, into art. Like he's more of like, he wants to do 3D rendering kind of stuff, 3D modeling, but he's starting to sketch more. And I'm trying to encourage him like, hey, let's sit down and, and play and procreate. And he's really good about figuring all that kind of stuff out. Like I normally am too. I know he's kind of a chip off the old block. <laughs> Um, but he has a little bit more time now in the summer to figure that stuff out in between helping us pack. So, yeah, it's just it's there. Um, I really, really like it. We just have to make the time to to use it more. I really think it's really cool that you can scribble and actually take notes and it will transcribe your handwriting. That just that's mind blowing. You know how many years that I worked in print production? I wish we would have had something like that. Oh, that would have been amazing. And while we're talking about that, I think I should uh, tell you about this this iPad stand that I just got. I sent you a picture of it, and I'll put a picture of it in the show notes. It's one of those, you know, long Amazon titles. It's basically an aluminum alloy folding adjustable tablet stand. Now, you'll see in the pictures, what this is, is it's, it's a series of aluminum pipes. It's very, very lightweight. It folds up into something that, let's see, what would I say? It's about like the length of your forearm, I would say. Yeah, about the length of your forearm. It's, um, you can kind of hear it a little bit. I, I don't want to take it apart too much because it'll make a lot of noise, but it's it's very thin. It's very light. It, it almost feels a little bit cheap in, in some areas. Like you got to be careful that you don't break it. But when you take it all, it collapses down into this, into this fold up thing, kind of like an umbrella, if you will. And then when you unfold it, it unfolds into this adjustable stand. And what it's for is for when you're laying in bed, you can put your iPad in it and you can adjust the angle. So if you're, you know, imagine if you're laying down and you want to read a book or something or watch a a movie, you can put your iPad in the stand and it basically is like a tent in a way. And it goes over your, you know, like around your, your hips or whatever, you know, like down further from your from your shoulders. But you can rest it in this iPad stand and then you can angle it so you can just lay there and just, you know, watch movies, watch TV, read a book, you know, 
probably draw with a pencil or something like that. I basically got it because of the neck problems that I was having. I was having a hard time, like wanted to either read something or, you know, watch some videos or something or do some research while I was laying down icing my neck because I have, you know, problems with my vertebra. And I thought, well, this would be really great. And so it has been. So I've been using it for that. But then what I really like about it is because of the way that you can angle this and you can use it with an iPhone as well. And I have cases on both my iPad and my iPhone and it still works. It just has like a clip that's about if you were to put your your index fingers up like on the left and on the right, it kind of looks like that. And the clip is about that height and it's got grooves in it that accommodates having a case on the outside of it and you just kind of like slide it in the groove and then you push the other one over and then you snap the little levers down they're like little clamps and you just snap them down and then it holds it in there really tight and because you can adjust the angles of it there's a twist like a knob on the left and a knob on the right and you twist those and then you can bend it forward or backward but you can fold it down completely at a 90 degree angle so what is going to be really cool with this. I haven't done it yet, but I've, I've kind of tested it out, you know, just like a dry fit. You can make it into a document camera. So let's say you had a bunch of stuff you wanted to scan, but you didn't want to, you know, wait for the scanner, you know, that you have like in a printer or a flatbed or something like that. I use an app by Rialto called Scanner Pro. And so you can turn this thing into like a document camera and just put all your documents underneath and just keep pressing the button and pulling the next one out and pressing the button. That's one thing that I can do with it. The other thing that I could do is, you know, in the future, what I would really like to do is make demonstration videos. So let's say I wanted to demonstrate something that's on my iPhone. You know, you can record your screen and you can show people what you're trying to demonstrate with a screen recording, but it's not nearly the same when you're trying to demonstrate where to put your finger on the screen and how to gesture and you know how to swipe up and where your finger goes and how how deep do you have to press into the glass to to make something like a you know 3D touch or something like that happen so if i wanted to demonstrate something on my ipad i can put my iphone in this and angle it down so that it's basically hovering over the surface of it and record you know make a presentation that way and then vice versa i can put the ipad in there and do say a demonstration on my iphone so there's lots of times where I've, I've run into stuff like now that both my parents have an iPhone, like all of our parents, my mother-in-law, my mother and my dad, they all have iPhones. And every once in a while, my mom will ask me how to do something. I'm like, here, let me just make you a quick video. So I'll go and like demonstrate what it is that I'm trying to show her. And I try to keep it to like a 30 second clip. And then I just I send it to her in an iMessage. And then she, you know, figures out what she needs to do. And she's grateful for it. And it's really cool. And I always think, well, maybe I should make videos and put that on my blog. So those are the basically the three things that I can do with that stand is I can use it for laying down when I'm icing my neck and I can use it as a document uh, camera and I can use it for documenting and, and making tutorials. So I'm pretty happy with that new toy. It looks like a sawhorse. It's fun to share. Visualize a sawhorse. It does. That was yeah. the first thing I thought of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh. I can see that. Yeah, I don't know if you looked through the the different pictures. There's one of the, one of the pictures shows you like kind of the different configurations and how yeah. it breaks down. So it it takes some getting used to. The other thing too is um, about a month ago, I or a couple weeks ago, I tried. I went on one house call. I went I went to go see one of the clients that I really really trusted, and one of the things that I realized from that adventure, first of all, was just you know it's very like 
a lot of it was familiar because it's somebody they've been working with for, you know, the better part of a decade or more. So I was com- I'm comfortable with the person. They're like basically like family to me. I trust the person. I've been in their home, you know, a bazillion times. Not a big deal. But what's different now is because I've been having all these problems with my spine, I've I've had to think more carefully about body mechanics. And remember we were talking and, and Kevin made the suggestion that I thought was a good idea, which which I have been doing is I'm trying to basically like set up, like test, you know, how would I set up a workstation because what's been happening over the years is when I go out to work with clients, I have to work in their environment. And um, I'm a, I, I just end up being in like all kinds of different uncomfortable positions. And all these years, I've just kind of put up with it. I, it hadn't really bothered me as much. I mean, yeah, when I would leave or on my way home, I would feel kind of achy and stuff. And, and I would think about, wow, that was a long day. And wow, I really sat in a really uncomfortable chair for a really long time or you know, just something would be really uncomfortable about it, but it's even worse now. So I'm really much more aware of the fact that I just have not had good posture. And there's times where you, you kind of can't because, you know, you're either working with somebody who's taller or shorter, or you're kind of like, you know, crammed into a space or you're, you're trying to sit next to the person and you're trying to demonstrate something while you're to the left or to the right of them. And it just, it gets to be, I don't know. It's just, it gets to be really uncomfortable. So I've been trying to figure out ways that I can put the device in some kind of a stand or, you know, have it, have it propped up somehow. Because what I noticed when I was there was, wow, I'm really like cranking my neck over, you know, hunched over because I just, I don't have any other choice. You know, I'm trying to set something up or fix something or configure something for somebody. So I have to take the iPad and boy, oh boy, there's, that's the other thing too. I mean, that's why this was a person that I really trusted. I'm really not able to wrap my mind around going to someone's house where I don't know if they've been vaccinated or I don't know. There's just, there's more risk than I ever thought imaginable because of just all of the surfaces that I have to touch that are shared by somebody else. It's not like, and you, you just, you can't really keep a distance. You, you have to, it's like physical therapy. When somebody's working with you, they have to touch you and, you know, bend you in certain positions and stuff. I mean, I imagine that's what it's like, but there's, you just can't keep that kind of a physical distance. So I don't know. I've just been kind of trying to figure out how to get my head around that, <laughs> how to, how to work and, and adopt these new body mechanics and, how to work more safely, not just from keeping yourself safe from a, a virus and things like that. I mean, it's always been an issue where I always have to sanitize surfaces. I'm constantly cleaning stuff because I'm touching things that other people touch that maybe they didn't clean. Or, you know, then I'm touching my own devices. And there's just a lot of transfer. Oh, my God, is there a lot of transfer? So, yeah, I'm just I'm constantly cleaning things and thinking about how am I going to make this work in this new this new world that we that we find ourselves in, you know. So so that's my new toy. It's, you know, mostly for for work and, you know, somewhat for pleasure, but it's it's a you know, just I I think it's a really cool cool tool to have. Do you have so any t- new toys? No. Nope. No Not toys. at all. So, what's on your home screen? What are some of the apps? Are you do you keeping the Apple apps or are you sending them packing yeah. and putting on something else? There was a time where what I would have is like kind of a banished area because I wasn't putting them in folders. I would just put them on like the very last screen. But I don't I can't think of I might have like maybe deleted maybe the iTunes app just because I don't really buy 
anything from iTunes. But other than that, I typically, because of what I do, you know, when I'm consulting and, you know, making tutorials and stuff, I need to have all of the Apple apps because that's what most everybody else has. You know, most everybody uses the stock app unless I find something that I like a lot better then I will show them like, Hey, you know, if you have this kind of need, you might like this calendar app better. It does way more than the stock calendar. But for the most part, yeah, I, I keep them all. I just, cause I have to use them for demonstration and stuff. So I can't really, I'm not really at the liberty to get rid of them per se. Well, the ones um, that I don't use, like I said earlier, I just put in an Apple folder in the back, but on my home screen, mm -hmm. I've got messages Photos, camera, Apple Maps, which I don't know why, because I don't like Apple Maps. I use Google. <laughs> um, yeah, Google weather, reminders, notes, settings. Now, do you use the Sock Weather app? You don't use a, a different weather app like Carrot or something like that or no. whatever it's called? No, I have weather. Oh, okay. um, reminders, notes, settings, App Store, and contacts. That's what I have from Apple. But reminders is what I need to get rid of because I don't like reminders. I don't yeah, use it. I use, use do. do. And mm -hmm. I have do on my home screen. Then I'm looking at it. Like I said, I looked at it last night and said, why do I have both of these? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so yeah. I need to move reminders to the back and mm -hmm. leave do where it is. But I also have Fantastical because I do not like Apple Calendar at all. Though I do use Apple Calendar on the iPad only because... I really don't use calendar on the iPad at all. Oh, I either use it I use it on my Mac or I use it on my uh -huh. phone. And you're, yeah. normally what's happening is you're at a doctor appointment, you're making your follow-up appointment, you just grab your phone, right. you open up Fantastical, yeah. okay, next Thursday at 2 o'clock. Yeah. And then Fantastical syncs to everything else. Mm -hmm. So I don't have it on my iPad, I have it on my Mac, my Fantastical. That's I use the that. same for me with Calendars 5, but I do really like the way the Calendars 5 looks on the iPad. But but like you, yeah, I don't use it as much. But here's an interesting thing. So going back to thinking about things I will do differently once I go out into the field more regularly, when that can never happen more regularly, I don't know. But as I think about things, the, like I said, the last couple times I was out, I was thinking, well, I need to demonstrate something or I need to, you know, I'm taking notes. I take a lot of notes. I take copious amounts of notes when I'm working with somebody because then I, I take those notes and then I either turn it into a tutorial or I, you know, I put that in our session notes so that we can review it later. A lot of times it's just a CYA in case they ask me something later, I can go search for it. But I take a lot of notes. And it used to be that I would just have my MacBook Pro out. I have my adorable little 13-inch MacBook Pro. And I pack up, like I, I have this huge monstrosity of a backpack, which probably is really bad for my back too. I mean, it is it is a good backpack. It's it's balanced. I, I do try to be mindful about putting both straps on and, you know, wearing it properly. But I carry like all of my gear with me when I have gone out on, on house calls, because I never know what I'm going to walk into. I just have to be prepared. So I have cables and dongles and adapters and, you know, an extra keyboard, an extra mouse. You just never know when someone's going to ask a question and then you're trying to evaluate, like make something better for them. And you say, well, maybe you would be better off with a, with a three button mouse or, you know, something that has this or something that has that. And so I can demonstrate it for them and then they can see if that's something that would fit them better. So I have a lot of gear that I take with me, but in the past, what I would do is I would always just, you know, whip out the, the MacBook Pro. And sometimes I would even bring my, I have a little uh, stand that's like a little podium that raises it up to keep it from, 
you know, a lot of heat. Because there's times when I, a lot of times actually, where when I work with people, they're either really chronically ill or I've, I've worked with, you know, people who, um, who are sick with cancer and things like that. And so I'm, I'm working in people's bedrooms. And so a lot of times I'll be working like on their bed. Uh, and that's not good for your laptop to put your laptop on, on a surface like that. So I've learned to kind of have a stand with me to raise it up. Well, so lately what I've been thinking about is the fact of, you know, all of these surfaces that I'm touching and then touching their stuff and then touching mine. And the last time or two that I did this, I thought to myself, gee, I don't want to bring my laptop out because that's going to be a lot more to clean. <laughs> you know, you have to get in, in between all of the, the keys and like I, I, a lot of times I do use a keyboard condom, but then sometimes it like slips off while I'm typing. It doesn't fit very well. So I end up just not using it. And so the last couple of times I thought to myself, well, I'll just use the iPad because that's an easier surface to clean. It's so much easier and faster to sanitize it because it's just a flat surface and there's not all of these nooks and crannies and stuff. So, I mean, I'm not just thinking about COVID. I'm thinking about, you know, other, I mean, I've, Always, always before COVID, I always had to contend with other kinds of germs. Like we're talking bacterial pneumonia and things like that. I mean, I, I get, I got, I got into a lot of situations where I would be exposed to that. Not only from, from just people that I work with or, you know, people that come into their home or caregivers. I mean, who knows? But then the kids, you know, in the schools. I mean, it's just, it just comes at me from all directions. So I've always had to contend with germs. But it's only been lately that I've been thinking a lot more because of all of the, you know, you think about wet time and prep and all this kind of stuff. So it's just it's given me pause to think about eh, maybe I won't pull the laptop out. I think I'll just use the iPad for this. It'll be easier to to deal with later. So that's just another consideration. Isn't it amazing all the things you have to think about? So the other apps that I have, well, down at the bottom in the dock, I do have the mm -hmm. Apple apps, Safari, Mail, Phone, and music. But I also have Instagram, MLB, because I always have to check on the Red Sox. I was going to say, this is, is this on your iPhone or your this iPad? This is my iPhone. This is my iPhone. Okay. Yep, I still have iPhone. That was Instagram. the tip off. Okay. I have mm -hmm. one password. Yeah. Overcast, because I'm in Overcast all the time. Do, as I mentioned before, and Google Maps. Um, Internet Movie Database, because I am uh, constantly, and when I'm watching <laughs> yeah. something... Yeah. I where do I know that actor from? Oh my gosh, I know uh -huh. I've seen him somewhere else and you Happens know his name, but you can't remember what TV show you saw him in or movie you saw him. So I'm constantly mm -hmm. looking things up or if I don't know what the plot is. I know when I used to watch American Gods, we had Stars for a year, I think as part of our cable plan and I was watching that show. I had no idea what was going on. So I would have to go onto Internet Movie Database, look up the episode and say this is and it would tell me what was oh, going on. Yeah, it's uh -huh. like, I have no idea what's going on in this show. <laughs> so, you know what so I recently I started doing? In uh, the Apple TV Plus app. So occasionally, you know, we'll watch something from that when we've had time. Like lately, we've been like, all right, we need to take a break and we need to sit down and just watch some TV. And it's been good for us for that. But because I know that, because I fall into that trap and I'm constantly looking up stuff in IMDb, the last couple of shows that we started watching... I scroll to the bottom of the show and I look at all the actors and actresses and the directors and stuff in there. And then that way I kind of like know ahead of time because I know that's going to happen. I'm going to say, where do I know that? Where do I know that face from? Who is who is that actor? What what did I see them in? And then I just I just do it now ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, you can do that in Ap Amazon video, too. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. yeah. But I also have Facebook, Twitter, Sonos, because I have a Sonos player. 
Um, so uh-huh. a, a tone of speaker. And then I've got the Sirius XM, because sometimes I'll listen directly. Mm-hmm. Spectrum TV, which is our cable provider. And Words with Friends. Because I haven't I'm played always, that in a long time. I always, the only person I ever challenge is my husband. We have a game going back and forth for uh-huh. like years. But all these uh-huh. random people will, will yeah. challenge me. And I'll take it. Except yeah. when I get... Here's the problem with Words with Friends. When you, somebody challenges you, you don't know who they are until after you accept them. Mm-hmm. And then I'll accept and it and I'll see creep. it's a guy and you click on uh-huh. to find it out and you find out that they just joined today. Mm-hmm. And they'll mm-hmm. do words like the for six points. And you go, uh-oh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get a message. Hi, how are you? And I don't mm-hmm. respond. I'm like, I'm not looking. You know, mm-hmm. this is not a dating site. You know? yeah, and yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll continue to play as if nothing happened. And then all of a sudden, they disappear, uh-huh. which means they blocked me because I would not respond to them. Do you think they're bots, them. though? Or do you think they're real people? I don't know. Tell? I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's annoying, nonetheless. But it's like, That's come on. I just want to play a Scrabble-like game. puzzle game. And, you know, and there mm-hmm. are some people. So every time I see a man challenging, I'm like, uh-oh. But I have had mm-hmm. some men that have just, they're there for the same reason I am. They just want to play mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. And that's the end of it. And that's cool. I don't chat with anybody. It's like, I'll play my word, mm-hmm. you play your word, and whoever wins, wins. Could and you disable the, the chat? Is that I a, do. Is that a feature? Oh, I do. Oh, I do okay. have chat disabled. But you can still see like the one or the two. Because <laughs> oh, I'll look at some annoying. of them. They'll go, hi, how are you? Uh-huh. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Are you there? <laughs> I think the very first time it happened, I did respond. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? You know, because sometimes, you know, someone's legitimately just a friendly person. And then when it's like, are you married? Do you have kids? Where do you Uh live? Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, geez. (laughs) They're they're not they're not fans of the show. Put it that way. (laughs) Oh, that's frustrating. I have a lot of productivity apps, it sounds like, compared. like you, It seems like you have a lot more entertainment apps than, than I have in my couple of home screens. I have on mine, well, first of all, at the top, I have a widget. And in that widget is a few of my favorite things. I have the little Post-it. I, you, you turned me on to this little Post-it yeah. note widget. Yeah, and I stopped using there. it. Yeah, I stopped using it. I I stopped using it, but I I still have it in there because I really do find it handy when there is something. Not that there hasn't been anything really really pressing. There's been too many things that have been really really pressing. But if there was like one thing that I was really that was just nagging me that I just had to get done, <clears throat> I use that as a kind of a nag, you know, to say like take care of this, take care of this. Um, and then I have the the calendar, which eh, I could take it or leave it. But my favorite thing is the shortcuts widget. I have a shortcuts widget in there. And remember, we were talking about on another episode where uh, we called it, we're calling this one Home Screen Home, but that one was called Home Smart Home. And that one, we talked about how I have my living room programmed with my smart bulbs and things like that. Right. And that's what this widget is about. It has a living room off, firelight on, and living room on. And then there's a new one that I added that I I created that I'm kind of testing out. It's a headache log because I was really suffering with a lot of headaches from probably from this this spinal thing that's going on. But I was trying to track it to see if I could, you know, find a pattern. So I put that in that corner because I only have those three like light switches that I need. 
And then I added that one in the corner. So th that's my widget up at the top. And then it also has the batteries in it to show me, you know, my, my AirPods Pro batteries and my watch and my, my phone. And then below that, I have photos. Like you have uh, Fantastical. I have calendars five. I have reminders, contacts, my banking app, USAA. Uh, I use them for business. I use Square for you know invoicing and billing clients and things like that. And then my time tracking app that I use is called Hours Tracker. So I use that for whenever I'm doing a you know client call. I it's like you know check in, check out, and then Google Maps and then podcasts. I'm torn because again. I try to use the stock Apple apps in case a client needs help with something so that I'm, you know, know it inside and out and, you know, can advise on, on the interface. But occasionally I'll, I'll venture off into a different podcast app and then I'll kind of live in that podcast app for a while just to see if I like it. But right now I'm back to podcasts just because I wanted to see what all the hubbub was about because everybody was complaining about it. And, you know, I'm still trying to work through that. And then music. I'm starting to use that more and more because we have the trial subscription that we're really, really liking. Um, the Notes app I use like all the time. And then in between using Notes and then, I don't know, this one's kind of weird, Day One. So Day One is a, a journaling app. It's a lot more fully featured than the Notes app. So when I feel like I want to actually maybe compose like a blog or, you know, just something that I don't know what it is about just Day One just feels like more of a personal diary entry app because you know that one's like it's like twice locked like your phone's locked and then you have to you have to get through another series of locks to get through that one so i feel like that one's really locked down and i keep that one right above twitter so another behavioral modification that i've been trying to do is there are times where i'll get wrapped up in something and i want to i want to you know tweet something and i'll start composing it and i think to myself mm, not my circus not my monkeys <laughs> And so I'll, I'll take that, whatever that tweet was. I don't want to necessarily delete it because it's, you know, it's it's something, it's processing my feelings about something and it's important to me, but I just decided that it just wasn't something I needed to share. So I take that, I copy it, or I actually, you know, select it all and then I cut the text out of it. And then I just go right into day one and I put it in there. I kind of like tweet it to day one, you know, out into my own personal my own personal thing instead of out into the world. So that's what I've been doing with that. That's been really helpful. And then Safari and Mail and then Scanner Pro. And that one I use a lot for like, like I was just talking about with scanning documents. I find that really, really handy. And then in the dock at the bottom, I have my phone, the messages app, the settings and one password. I always keep one password in the dock. Now, here's something that I, I wanna see how, what you think of this. So the apps that you keep in the dock, now do you just have apps like four apps there or do you have a folder of apps in your doc no i have just safari four mail apps. the phone and music just those four okay so those are the ones that you use all the time no matter where you are on your phone and whatever screen you're in those will always be constant there at the bottom now we take these kinds of things for granted that those app icons are there we know what they do we know what they're called but what i've been finding is that a lot of my clients, whether I've been working with them for years or not, they tend to forget things or they atrophy or, you know, maybe it might be somebody new. If their phone was just set up, you know, stock and they never made any changes to it, you know, typically the, the Safari app is there, the phone app is there. I, I don't remember exactly which apps are there stock by default. 
But, you know, suffice it to say that, you know, they'll either explore and figure out that they can move the apps around or someone will say, oh, hey, you should do it this way. But invariably what happens is the apps that end up in the dock, and I've I've run into this kind of a mistake that I've had to learn the hard way too, is I would always put the 1Password app for the client in the dock for them. And then what happened is over the years is because there's no words, I wish that there was a setting where you could toggle it on or off, but there's no words below the apps in the dock. They're just meant to be apps that you know what they are and you don't need to know what, what they're called, quite frankly. But because there's no words there and because that's something that you and I take for granted, people like my clients, they take it for granted too. But then when it comes time to say, well, open Safari or open one password, and they just kind of blink at you like, what? Because <laughs> they don't know what it's called. <laughs> they they know that they need to tap on the thing that's called Safari. They don't know it's called Safari, but they know what it looks like. They know that they need to tap there to get onto the internet, but they never knew that it was called Safari because it's always just been in the dock and there's never been a word near it. So they never knew what it was called. So then when you need to go and explain it and talk about it, there's no words for you to point to. So what I've started doing is if it's like, for example, one password, when I'm trying to give a lesson and trying to teach somebody about it, I've now had them move that out of the dock and up into the main screen area, like unless they're particular about where their apps go, but most of them aren't. But I haven't moved up there now so that they can see the word. And it makes it so much easier now, now that it's no longer in the dock. Um, and for some people, I have found that the best thing to do is to just leave the phone app in the dock and move everything out of the dock. Because so many times you're working with somebody and you say, okay, open the settings app. And I'm like, which one is that? And you say, it's the silver one that looks like a gear. Well, not everybody gets that. Not everybody sees that that looks like a gear. So then you had to explain a little bit more, but it's just so much easier if they can see the words. So that's just a, a tip that I wanted to share for people that are struggling with that if they're helping others. Move those docs, move those apps out of the dock if you're having trouble with trying to explain what they are and having the words will make it that much easier. Another thing that I have on my second page that I really like, I didn't think I was going to, but I actually do really, really enjoy this, is the photos widget. I take, you know, like I always tell, I tell you, I take tons of pictures. I'm always taking pictures. So it's just very, very heartwarming. Like right now there's, there's a picture of my, there's always going to be a picture of my kids, you know, but sometimes it's my dog or sometimes it's a family member or something, but most times it's my kids. And right now it's a picture of them when they were really little. And if I had to guess, it was probably like kindergarten and third grade just by looking at it. But then, you know, it tells me, yeah, it was 2016 and then I can just tap on it and it takes me to that whole section. Oh yeah. So I, you know, I just looked at it. Oh, he was getting his teeth clean for the first time and stuff like that. So you know, it just takes you right into a memory there. So I really, I really find that one handy. And it's just a little square widget. So it doesn't take up a whole lot of room. But it's just, it's just big enough to kind of like just be a pleasing little digital photo album, if you will. Um, I have uh, the Smart Life app, which is the one that controls the, the Wi-Fi bulbs. And then next to that, I have our Deco app, because those are two kind of like networking things. Um, I have this app called Multitimer. I showed you that on my watch. It's a, it's a, well, it, it does what it says it is. It's a multi-timer app. It's all different kinds of timers. It's really, really cool. And then I, <laughs> I have Discord there, but I rarely ever use it. I, I don't use it nearly as much as I would like to, but occasionally, <laughs> it's funny, occasionally I want to try to get through to Lucian and I, and like he's not answering his text or something. So I hop on Discord and then I get it, I get a response there. 
<laughs> so you have to meet them where they are, I guess. And then I have Amazon, the health app, the watch app, Google Duo, because that's what my sister and a couple other friend, families, um, family members use because they don't have an iPhone. And then Google Voice, because that's where a lot of my business calls are routed through. And then here's another one that's interesting. I have one that's called Dictation. And what that one's cool is um, if you, let's see if I could demonstrate it for you. When I tap the microphone and start speaking, it transcribes what I'm saying. And then I can just hold it up. So say I had my mask on and somebody couldn't hear me. I just type, I just talk into it and then it puts it in nice, big, bold, bright text so the person can read it. I thought that was a cool one. That might be good for my father. I would recommend it. Um, I what think is it called? This one is called Dictation. Let me, oops. It's just called Dictation. But it's, it's really good with the microphone. You just, you, it's a big button. You just tap it and you just start talking. And because the person can read what's on the screen, it's, it just it makes it easier when you're wearing a mask if they're having a hard time understanding what you're saying and you can save notes and you can make it different colors i think and you know start a new page and that sort of thing so that one i just have you know just to keep it handy and then the other one is youtube and then the one above that is another widget and then that's just a news it's news and it's also pocket i save a lot of articles to pocket and then i can read them there later um, oh, I think I mentioned I have Twitter on the front page, too, because I use that a lot. But those are the only two home screens that I have on my iPhone. And then, like I said, the rest is just the app library. But I really don't use that much. Occasionally, I might look through it. Just depends on what I'm looking for. But for the most part, I just search. I don't even really swipe to that last screen very often because I find myself just pulling straight down from the center and just typing in the search box the first three letters of the app that I want. I think what's interesting, though, is is having them all kind of like relegated back to the app library. I start to wonder, that's, that's when I go in there and I actually look and I think to myself, well, what have I not been using? Like what got squirreled away in here? And I just, it's out of sight, out of mind. Maybe there's something in here that I just, maybe well, I should That's what I need I, to do is don't. go through my apps and say, okay, when's the last time you actually like used cleaning. this app? And do I really have mm -hmm. a use for it? Because I'll hear these cool apps on other podcasts and go, oh, that sounds really mm -hmm. good. And then I download it and go, yeah, but not for me, because this is yeah. more for someone right. who is working full time and needs to have lists or um, mm -hmm. some sort of calendar task manager based on what their job is. I don't need that. It's a cool app, yes, have you, but not have for Have you me. thought about keeping the setting on where it'll offload unused apps? Because that would kind of give you a clue yeah, when I you went to go one. look for yeah. that. I mean, yeah, but yeah. you can do that also when you go to, um, let's see, what is it here? Um, let me see if I can find it here. Yeah, ge uh, settings, general Just iPad storage. And then it gives you the mm -hmm. list of, all of, of what's taking up all the space and it tells you when's the last yeah. time you opened it. So that okay. you see, well, uh -huh. I haven't opened that since 2017. Right. Maybe that so means that's I don't really need that app anymore. But then mm -hmm. I'm also one of those mm -hmm. people, well, I might want it one day. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if I pay for it because <laughs> yeah. it may not be available oh, yeah, anymore. Sure. Like I downloaded a Game right. of Thrones app that someone yeah. recommended. It was either in 2013 or I think it was 2013. 
when I was at Macworld. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, you really got to deal with this? It tells you about who all the characters are. And it takes up over a gig. I probably opened oh, it three God. times. Yeah. But it's one yeah. of those things I probably really should. Mm-hmm. I should look at it one day. So how yeah. different is your iPad screen versus your iPhone screen? Because mine's pretty um, similar. You know, like I don't see, have do. Very different. I don't have do and I don't have Fantastical. So I have calendar and reminders. But I do have Letterpress because that's the game I play with my oh, husband. Oh, I used to play that. That used to be uh-huh. like Apple Dabble. Apple Dabble. Or no, I'm sorry. Hmm. Apple Dabble is, is com- more compared to Words with Friends. I still play Letterpress, but he's the only one I play. And we get into games sometimes. A hundred words later, we're still playing the same game because <laughs> neither one of us will give an inch. That's funny. I also have YouTube. And down at the bottom, I still have Mail, Safari, mm-hmm. and Music. Check. But add to that 1Password, Netflix, mm-hmm. and Downcast. Because Downcast That's I use for my dock? video podcast. Yeah, but I'm finding that Downcast is it's going to get to the point where I end up deleting that pretty soon, only because a lot of the podcasts that I watch, they're tired of making different versions for different types of players. So they're throwing everything onto mm-hmm. YouTube and saying, if you want to watch this podcast, forget about Apple, forget about this, forget about that. We're just uploading to YouTube. Interesting. So I'm moving hmm. all my podcasts mm-hmm. now. So my list of subscriptions in, in YouTube is much longer than it is oh, on Downcast. Interesting. Yeah. And then I oh. also prefer Downcast to watch screencasts online. But mm-hmm. worst case scenario, there is a screencast online app. So I can always watch mm-hmm. them through their app. Yeah. So my, my iPad home screen has, I have more in my dock. I have Safari, Mail, Messages, Calendars 5, Reminders, Photos, Notes, and then I have a calculator app because we still don't have a native calculator for iPad. <laughs> it's just, but I like this one better. I think I like this one better than, you know, if, if we had the stock calculator app that's on the iPhone, on the iPad, I would still use this one. It's just called, uh, it's, see, again, it doesn't say what it is. And if I long press on it, it doesn't say what it is. So I can't tell you exactly what the full name is of the calculator app unless I went into settings and went to look for it there. But suffice it to say, I really, really like this one because you can have like, you know, a gravel or stone or wood background and a purple leather. Of course, mine's purple. A purple leather folio behind it. And you can turn it sideways for scientific. It even has a little paper tape. It's really, really cool. I should send you a link to that one. Oh, I've seen and then of like course that. One, and one password, and then settings. And then I I sometimes turn this on, sometimes turn it off. I haven't decided if I like it or not, where it shows you the last three apps that you used mm-hmm. on the yeah, right side of the too. dock. Yeah, I've got that too. Yeah, I've been using it lately, but I don't know why. It's just, I think because I like my dock kind of like pure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just, I, I haven't decided if I, li- I want to keep it. I do see, not. this is, I think, what triggered me to say, wait a minute, I need to update my apps and move things around. I have one folder on my home screen called Newsstand, and it has two mm. apps in it. One is SEO Magazine, which comes out once a month, and one is my local newspaper app. But I don't use that anymore because I lot, I read the newspaper through Safari because when I do it mm-hmm. through Safari, it's the actual newspaper that I'm reading. As what opposed, about the news app? Do you use that? No. As opposed, that's, that's way in the back on the Apple stuff. As opposed to the newspaper app, which 
kind of down. What it does is it sections things like local news, national news, state news, obituaries, <laughs> so forth, and then oh, it just okay. kind of goes down the left hand side, and then you have to click on it, and it doesn't always work well. Kind so of I'm thinking, app, well, of. why do I why do I have this, and especially on my front page? So what I need to do is take both of these and just move them to the back, mm-hmm. which will free up a little yeah. bit of space, and I can put the Internet Movie Database from page two back onto page one where it belongs. I definitely do that where I think to myself, now, I know that I can get this information from the website. Like, for example, the Facebook app. That's a perfect example where I would rather just view it on face on, on the Facebook website in Safari. So that's how I use Facebook on mm-hmm. my iPad and my iPhone is I use it in Safari because I think to myself, why bother installing the app and like dealing with all of the stuff and you know getting sucked into it cuz I mean it it's designed like a digital casino. Like there is no windows and they're constantly serving you free drinks all the time cuz they want to keep you in there and they do a really good job of it. So I don't want that in my life. So I just I I purposely make it like, that's how I quit smoking all a long, long time ago. I smoked for a really long time. I've now quit smoking for longer than I smoked. So I think that's a pretty good milestone. And yeah. Yay me. Um, <laughs> but but that's how I quit smoking was, I think they call it aversion therapy, where I actually, I was, you know, I tried so many different ways. I tried cold turkey. I tried, I, I don't think I ever tried nicotine patches. I tried gum and stuff like that. Nothing ever really worked. And then finally, I was like, I am so sick and tired of this. This is a ball and chain. I can't stand this anymore. So I started like smoking like little like I'd, I'd smoke like half a cigarette and then I'd like put it out. I don't know if you've ever smoked, but it's nasty. It's it's nasty to smoke to begin with. But I would like smoke a half a cigarette or a quarter of a cigarette and I would put it out. And then I would like make myself smoke that that half burnt cigarette. And like and it was gross and it tasted nasty. And I just kept doing that until I basically just grossed myself out to the point where I, I just didn't like the taste of it anymore. So I think it was like aversion therapy. I was like, um... I just kept exposing myself to that and just thinking, this is horrible. This is horrible. And then finally, I was able to quit. And then mm-hmm. I got pregnant, and then that kept me quit. So right. so that worked. Um, but that, but that's kind of what I do is, like, I just I, – I'm really all about behavior modification. I'm really all about, like, okay, what is something that I – there's a habit I've developed, and I don't like the habit. So what am I going to do about it? I need to try to train myself, you know, out of this habit. I, need, I got into this habit one way. I can get out of it. And I kind of do that with apps, too, when I feel like there's something that's just taking more of my time than is healthy than I really want to give to it. So I've been thinking about that more and more. I just noticed that I have the day one app on my iPad on the front screen where I can get to it. Um, I think the reason why I hadn't used it is because I was waiting for all the entries, all the thousands and thousands of things to synchronize. And it's probably all there by now. But the thing that I noticed is the, they let you customize the app icon like you can choose from a dozen different icons and I think I didn't notice it all this time because the app icon is different on my iPhone than it is on my iPad so now hmm do I want to make them do I want to keep them different do I want to make one one color and one the other or do I want to keep them consistent oh this is so interesting I have day fun. one and I haven't opened it yeah. in forever day one really? encountered a problem with your login okay I don't yeah. have a paid huh. subscription. Which you don't need to have one to use it. There is a free tier. You know, yes. it's limited. You only get one journal as opposed to like unlimited, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I could definitely reduce down to the last the time one I. One this can't be right. This shows the last time I made an entry was September 2017. Hmm. Do you think you've used it since then? Well, my mother died in 
this was I was chronicling like everything mm-hmm. that happened to my mother that summer that ended up hmm. causing her hmm. her death in October oh, of seventeen. That's important. so I'm just surprised I didn't. I could have sworn that I. Hmm. Is it on a different device and maybe it's no? I mean, there, it but... could be that my memory, maybe my memory, because I'm looking at all entries because I have. Maybe you should use it more nope. often. <laughs> nope. It just says, I have a journal called My Mother, and it stops in September 17. Oh, interesting. Oh, well. So that's just what I don't you know. I'm just not a journaler. That's why. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. I do have 155 entries, but I think I forced myself to put things in. And mm-hmm. with pictures, I think I was documenting cruises that we took and different things. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, you do your genealogy. I mean, that's kind of sort of like journaling in a way. I mean, it was, you know, I went, oh, here, I've got, oh, here's one, February 2016. Hi, I'm Elisa, and I'm a concert holic. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's fun to journal. I have like, I have 26,000 entries. And the reason for that is because I have, I have day one hooked to all my other things, like my um, tweets. I mean, that's the, where the bulk of it is. I mean, quite honestly. Um, but like, even like it, it, it if I, I have an ift and you know, IFTT setup, mm, yeah. uh, that will say, okay, if I, if I liked this on Twitter, then, you know, bring it over into day one. Because then what I like to do is like, there's times where I'll think, well, oh, I put a little heart on that thing and I wanted to show my husband or I wanted to share it with somebody else. What was that? But I'll remember like one little snippet of it. Then I don't have to go searching through my Twitter timeline. I can go and search through my day one app. And there's there's been so many times where it's it's given me the information that I needed all because it was there because I either tweeted about it or I put it on Facebook or Instagram or... I blogged about it or, you know, all of my, my channels are basically brought into this one app. And that's that's the, what I find really, really useful for it. So it is kind of like a one-stop shop thing. And then I can just do a search and I can easily find stuff. I mean, you know, I the, it's my baby log. It's, you know, all of the stuff from the kids and when they got their shots and stuff like that. Because there, ty- there are times where they'll, they'll ask me, like, well, when did you get your tetanus shot last? And I'm like, shit, if I know. So I go and I do a search for it. And there it is. I, I tweeted about it or I, I put it in my, my health journal or something like that because I remember being really, my arms were really sore or something like that. So I was able to find it. So I find that really, really useful. Um, And then just on my front page on my iPad, it is a lot different than my iPhone. And that's because, like I said before, I I'm trying to use my iPad more for create creativity and you know work and blogging and journaling and drawing and so it's a lot of it's a lot of creativity apps. Um, I have at the top is the communication, so I have FaceTime and Zoom, and then I have YouTube, Day One, Contacts, MultiTimer. Then I have App Store, then my banking app, USAA. I have news. Then I have I have like a reading section. So there's news, books, Libby, and Kindle. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then I too. have kind of like the the suite of office apps from Apple Files, Pages, Numbers, Keynote, and then MindNode, which I it's one of those things where I really want to learn how to use that. I just need to make the time for it. PDF Expert. I have a lot of the I have most all of the Rattle apps. I really like yeah, them. Yeah, I PDF like PDF Expert. Expert. That's really good. Oh, for that's knitting. really really helpful. I use it for and knitting it's, a and lot. it's great on the iPad. It's definitely that's where I, mean, I it's, use it's it. It's handy most. on the iPhone, but yeah, it's much better on the iPad. See, that's one of those things where there are things that are just better suited to the iPad than they are on the iPhone, and vice versa. So you have documents um, too. 
documents also, I should say. Yeah, I have that too. (laughs) I use that a lot when we went to Italy. When we had our uh, different documents that the travel agent sent us, I just stuck it into documents and my phone. Mm -hmm. That worked out well. Now I have BlogTouch, which is a blogging app for a blogger that I need to use more often. Music. I, oh my gosh, I have been using music on the iPad more. You know why? Because the last couple of days when I was like really, you know, trying to focus on um, updating my website and I was trying to get work done in here while they were making all kinds of noise and racket out there, I put in my AirPods Pro and I am so excited about the Dolby Atmos music. I, ha- I plan on blogging more about that. But so what I've been doing is, you know, using my computer and I actually use my iPad as my, my music player instead of my phone because I, I use my phone for other things like I, you know, time tracking and like documenting and things like that. So my iPad kind of serves as the music player. And the reason for that is because my I don't think it would work. I don't I don't think I tried it yet, or I tried it and it didn't work or something, but the iPad is newer. It's it's a it's an eighth gen. So it does play the Dolby Atmos music and it sounds amazing. It really sounds like I listen to Blondie, Blondie tracks. There's a couple of Blondie tracks that are Dolby Atmos and Oh my God, like the first time the phone rings, like, oh man, the phone was. Oh, that's one of my favorites by Blondie. Yeah. That was Nate's first ringtone that I I put when he got his first smartphone. Mm -hmm. When you listen to that for the first time and told me Atmos, it feels like the phone is ringing like right behind you. It's really, really cool. And then call me. Call me is another really, really good one. So those those are my two favorite. And, And I tweeted about this the other day. I was listening to Bob Marley. Exodus. Yeah. Oh my God, the horn section. Of the, I mean, just are you just you just hear it, you feel it, and occasionally, I will say, occasionally, I don't know it, the vibrations. Every once in a while, I can feel it like tickling, like the tiny little hairs inside my ears. It vibrates. That it's not that it's it's. I don't think it's harmful or anything. It's just that it's there's there's space. There's so much sound going on that I I think I'm getting the chills because I'm feeling it vibrate through the skin of my ears or something. It's just, it's really, really cool. So that's what I've been using my iPad for the last couple of days. It's just listening to music off of that. And for the most part, I, I can't really handle listening to stuff that has words in it when I'm trying to write. So that's for more like just being motivational when I'm be bopping around the room or if I'm just organizing things on my desk or sorting paperwork or something, then I'll listen to that kind of stuff. And then when I really need to focus, then I'll go into Apple Music and I'll look for focus themed music and that's you know just instrumental doesn't have words and it's that's what i do instrumental classical Mm -hmm. yep just to have the background music that for because i always do that's what i problem Um, i sing along mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah me too and then i just for a note i can't concentrate on what i'm doing um and then i do have a couple of folders so i do have one that's just called google it's just all of the google apps and you know, that's primarily because that's what the kids are using for their schoolwork. So in order for me to be able to see, you know, when they were writing their papers and doing their slideshows and all that kind of stuff, I just I needed to be able to see all that stuff. So I just made a whole folder of all the apps that they use. And then because um, you can log in to multiple different accounts in that one app, which is pretty cool. And then you just switch between the accounts. So and then I have one that's called Feeds. And that is more like entertainment and social. You know, I have the so that that folder alone has Twitter, Slack, Reddit, Discord, podcast. I do have Messenger installed because I think I was I have stuff on Marketplace, LinkedIn, Pocket, Pinterest, Flickr, 
Capital Call Causes, there's their politics, fact stream. Genius is another really great one. Um, Recycle Coach and then Downcast. Occasionally I'll use that one. Genius is a really, really good one. Have you used Genius? I think we talked yeah, about I that. Don't, yeah, ago. you gave that to me. I downloaded that. Do that I have is it? Yeah, really fun. Right I really like looking up uh, lyrics in that. I like to see what people write about the meanings of the lyrics. I always think that's really cool. And then I have just one that's called business. I have, you know, the real estate apps are in there. Um, it has It's basically shopping, shopping and business. I have Square, Square invoices, a couple of task apps that I'm trying out that I'm not sure if I want to use or not. Sam's Club, Walmart, Amazon, AT&T, Uber Eats, which we've tried a total of two times. Um, and then my second page, my second page is where I have things like fitness apps that I want to try out that I haven't gotten to. Um, I shows TV and then there's, then there's folders of like photo and video, which there's just too many to read off (laughs) because I, those are like, I collect those, um, like collage apps and things like that. Cause I'm always trying stuff out productivity apps like box and Dropbox and Airtable, education, just a whole bunch of different flashcard apps and stuff like that for the kids and then games, I have, I do have one folder of games. Um, I don't get to play them nearly enough, but I really do enjoy when I do allow myself to play games. I do like Bingo and I do like Jigsaw. There's one called Jigsaw HD, and gosh, the last time I flew, like that was something that I would, would play on the on the plane. That it just kind of calms my nerves to put a puzzle together. It's just really soothing. And then I have one <clears throat> I have one that's called Language Arts and that has spelling apps and vocabulary apps in it and utilities. That's kind of like my, you know, I don't really need to see the calendar. I mean not the calendar, but I don't need to yeah, the calendar, the stock calendar, because I use calendars five, but occasionally when I have to troubleshoot something, I want to be able to get to the stock calendar app. Um I don't use voice memos, so that's in there. Things that are utilities like sticky widgets, like stuff that is like a helper app that's not, you know, an app that I need to access regularly. So that kind of stuff is in there. And I have a couple of cursive apps that I'm trying out, the remote app. iTunes U, I put that back on because I was curious to see if there's anything new in there that I might like. But sometimes I end up taking that off if, if I'm needing space. But now that I have 128 gigs, I haven't been haven't been cramped for space lately. So that that may change if, if we do more artwork on this. Yeah. I mean, I've got plenty of room, too, which might be one of the reasons why I haven't been in a hurry to delete some stuff. But yeah, it would be I mean, nice to go through some of this stuff and say, do I really need this? Like, I have IA Writer. I've had it forever. Oh, yeah, I haven't used it in forever. Do I really need it? And I've mm-hmm. also got the old version of Drafts. And I think Drafts is kind of cool. Oh, but again, yeah. do I really need it? So I have to go through these and just go and, and really be tough and say yeah no like i've got some alarms on here uh alarm clocks like do i really need an alarm clock i can just use the built-in from (laughs) right from apple i don't need this and i think i've got something an app here called a note it's called it's small a capital n o t e i think yeah i've tried a lot of notes apps Mm -hmm. the first app i bought or one of the first apps i ever bought having a phone so i've had this since 2009 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just can't bring myself to delete it. I have nothing in it. You might like this one. This one's called Cardzilla. And this is another one of those ones where it's kind of like big words. 
I loved big words and I keep trying to put it on there, but it, it's abandoned where like it, the developer gave up on it and it crashes. Otherwise, I, I wish that they would fix it so that it would work. This one doesn't do quite what big words does, but at least it's, you know, a black screen with white text and you can you can type a message out if you're trying to communicate with somebody. So ever since I got laryngitis really bad, I always keep one of those types of apps on my devices. Yep, that's pretty much it. Okay. So oh, that that uh, ca- that calculator app is just called Calculator with an exclamation point. It's a really nice calculator app. Okay, so I guess maybe now it's time to wrap up. If listeners wanted to get in touch with us, Melissa, how would they do so? Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You can email us, old school podcast at geekishowever.com. You can please go to our website and check out our show notes. We'll probably post pictures of our um, screens that you can see apps that we talked about in case you can't remember what they're called. And that's at geekyshowever.com. There's a comment. You can always leave us a comment or click on the contact page. And then there's Twitter. We're on Twitter at Geekiest Show. So tweet at us over there. Love to hear from you. So I also want to mention that due to it being summertime and Melissa getting ready to move house, we are taking the month of July off. So our next episode will be sometime in August. We don't know specifically when yet, but it will be sometime in August. We will be back. We will miss each other. We won't miss each other. We talk all the time. Yeah, we talk all the time. So we won't be missing, but we will be missing you listeners. We'll be missing you. So in order for us not to miss you, do what Melissa said and get in touch with us because we would really love to have a conversation with you. So again, sometime in August, we'll be back. We want to thank you so much for listening. And until the next time, please stay safe and enjoy the rest of your summer. Fan podcast. I thought their explanation of it was a little bit weak. A little bit weak? <laughs> just shut up. They said they have a vision. Oh, okay. Or if I'm in my car and the music just wirelessly stops working for no freaking reason, I got to reboot the phone. I'm so ticked off about it. it. It was a piece of junk and no one bought it. I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you got two of them that are going to fall out of your ear. However good they are, the price is pretty hard to stomach. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What they, the hell is prof- going on? Their, their vision is also profit margin. Shove them I as did. far into your ears you can. Tech Fan Podcast. Oh.